Hey everyone, welcome to Scribe Book School, where you're going to learn everything you need to know about how to write, publish, and market your book. If you're listening to this podcast, then you probably have a dream that you'll write a book. Maybe you've pictured yourself typing away peacefully in a quiet little cabin in the woods. Or maybe you picture yourself sitting in your neighborhood cafe, sipping a warm espresso as your brilliance pours out of you. Well, we're here to tell you, it's nothing like that. Writing a nonfiction book is unlike anything you've ever experienced. And if you don't know what it's like before you start, you'll be shocked by the experience and you'll want to quit. Not having the right expectations about the journey ahead of you can kill your nonfiction book before you even start. So if you want to finish your book and accomplish your dream, listen to this episode first so you know how to succeed on this journey. Writing a book is unlike anything else you'll ever do, right? So you, you expect it to be hard and tiring, of course, but many things are hard and tiring, like running a marathon, of course, right? And running a book, you can expect to feel overwhelmed and confused, at least at times, but many things are overwhelming and confusing, like kids, right? I, I have three, I can, I can tell you, they can be very overwhelming and confusing. You can also, when you're writing a book, expect to be emotionally uncomfortable and afraid, but again, many things are uncomfortable and fear-inducing, like taxes, of course, right? So here's the question. What makes a book different, right? Because I can run through all the things that make a book hard, uh, but none of them are unique. There's two major things that make a book uniquely difficult. Writing a book is all of these difficult things at once, uh, and then all, like it's hard, tiring, confusing, overwhelming, long, exhausting, fear-inducing. It requires you to develop a new entity. It brings up old emotional uh, issues. It causes you to question your abilities, plus a lot more. Those are just the major ones. But then also, writing a book puts off reward for a long time, right? If, you, if it's a short book, you'll be lucky to finish the writing in six months. And then it's another three to four months to publish. And so it's not, and this is if you go really fast, it's nine months before you see the results and that's fast, right? This is why it's really important to write about something you enjoy and to do something meaningful with it and to understand this ahead of time, right? Because think about it, when you go to the gym, the gym sucks for about two weeks and then you start to feel a little better and then after a month, you start to see a difference. You don't see a difference really uh, writing a book after a month. Maybe if you're really tracking yourself, but for the most part, you're suffering all the consequences without getting any of the rewards. Okay. Uh, that's why we really tell you to focus on the process and understand that, that uh, why writing a book is so important to you. That's why that fear section is so important because you're going to live with this book for a year. <clears throat> so what I'm going to do now though, is I'm going to tell you exactly what to expect at each stage of writing your book. Right. And the important thing that you remember, much of what happens when you're writing a book is not fun. Right? You are going to say this many times when you're writing a book. This is terrible. I hate my book in my life. But after watching this and knowing what's coming, you're going to say, oh, yeah, Tucker told me this would happen. This is part of the process. I can just endure it and move on because I know uh, this is, I'm on the right path and I'm going to get through it. Okay? All right. And Because at the end, you're going to be so glad you wrote your book. Every, if there is a unifying theme from all of our, our 600 plus clients who have published finished books out in the world, 
I think the one theme is I am so happy I did this. And it's so funny. It's like, it reminds me of uh, my wife. Um, when we talk about kids now, um, she, uh, we talk about childbirth. A lot of our friends are getting pregnant. They'll come over and we did home birth and other stuff and they come over, they want to hear about everything. And my wife will explain like the home birth process. And then she'll talk, oh yeah, it was great. It was, no, it was so calm. The candles are lit and this. And I look at her and I'm like, are you going to tell them the rest? And she's like, what do you mean? It was just this pleasant, amazing experience. I'm like, what about the part of you were screaming and in pain and yelling and hurling invective at me? And she's like, yeah, I guess I, that happened. I remember it, but it just doesn't emotionally resonate with me anymore. And I'm just like, okay, I'm glad that you've uh, uh, let that go. Uh, but the thing, same thing's true with the book. Uh, you, we talked to our authors who are six months or a year out and these are authors. I swear to God, I, I can name them. I can name dozens off the top of my head who multiple points during the process were in near complete breakdown. And six months after their book is out, they're like, they don't remember that. Like, it's like, it never happened. They're just like, Oh, this is so amazing. Thank you so much for helping. This book's incredible. My life. Changed. It's just like my wife with kids. It's so funny. And we see, I, I now anticipate it and expect it. And I tell people this. And I, during uh, our guided author workshops, I'll tell them, this, you're going to feel like you're breaking down in six months. And then six months after the book's out, you're going to forget that that ever happened. And they think I'm crazy. And then it happens. And they're like, oh, yeah, you were totally right. So this is where we begin. This is the map that, that everyone who gets a swag kit in, in Scribe Writer's Room gets. Uh, and we go over in depth with guided author. This is probably where you are right now, or where, where you were yesterday, uh, two days ago at the beginning, when the workshop begins, right? And then positioning, the beginning of positioning, you generally get to, right there it says, oh my God, I don't have a book in me, right? People freak out a lot of times in positioning. Then by the end of positioning, they're like, oh, maybe I do have a book in me, I get it. Then outlining the, the predominant uh, uh, emotion, in the, especially in the middle of outlining is confusion. I'm so confused. I don't understand any of this. And then you generally get a big anxiety peak there too as well. But by the time you get done with outlining, usually people are pretty optimistic. Like, hey, I got a pretty, maybe a decent book idea. This might be something, right? Then uh, you do your writing plan and you realize, oh God, this is going to take forever to write. Like this is going to take me a year. When I tell you you're going to live with your book for a year, just understand you're going to live with your book for a year. It's just, it's part of the process, right? Then uh, by the end of the day yesterday, usually when you finish the fear exercise, people are usually really inspired and they're really excited. And they're like, you know what? I don't care. I know it's going to take time, but it's going to be totally worth it. I can see the impact it's going to have on me and my family. And I'm just, I'm stoked. Then the workshop uh, ends or the live training ends and you get the hangover, right? And, and all of the excitements kind of boiled down. And you're left with the work. And so people are like, oh, this looks like a lot. But then you start working and you get exhausted. Just, I'm, again, I'm not trying to sugarcoat this. You're going to be exhausted. Usually, maybe the first two, three weeks, you can kind of coast on energy. And then at some point, probably around, let's say, if you're doing 10 chapters, somewhere around chapter four, right before you get to halfway. Because halfway is kind of a turning point. You're just going to be like, oh, this is the worst push through it. That's going to happen, right? Now, there's a couple things that may happen. What if you start your vomit draft and you realize something's off about your book? Should you freak out? Huh? That is what a lot of authors do. 
<laughs> I've done it. It's no big deal. Uh, it's, we see it in writer's room all the time. But I'm going to tell you if you're confused, it's actually okay. It's even a gift. You're, you can look at it that way. Writing forces you, especially writing a book, forces you to clearly understand and explain that which you think you already know. Right? So the writing process is by its nature a discovery process. And it is the most effective way I've ever found for realizing I'm confused about something. And so like realizing you're confused means you get the opportunity to fix your confusion. It, it, confusion forces you to explain your thinking to others. This is a huge benefit because this helps you get better, better at all aspects of your business in your life. Right? The clearer you think, the better. And writing your book makes you better at selling and marketing yourself even before the book's done. Because now you, you're, you've been forced to clearly articulate, to understand and articulate your value proposition. And it's much easier to, to deliver that to others. Right? Remember, this is really important. Being a professional at doing your job and being a professional at explaining what you do are not the same thing. That's why advertising is a profession. That's why marketing is a profession. That's why sales is a profession. Those people are pros at explaining value, whereas not everyone uh, uh, who creates value is good at explaining it, right? Uh, I like to tell people, and this is true, you think you know something until you write about it, and then often you learn you don't. And it's not that you don't know how to do it, you just don't know how to explain it, right? So that is often the obstacle people run into in Vomit Draft. It's totally normal. It's okay. It's a gift. Use that gift, okay? Uh, uh, this is one of my favorite quotes. I discover the book I want to write only after I begin the book I thought I was supposed to write. So it, if that happens to you, and it probably will, that's okay. It's normal. Anyone know who said that? Oh, you got, you're going to fall for the same trick twice. Right? Here's me, of course. Um, although I honestly don't know if I'm the first person to say this. I think I am. And I Googled the phrase. And I didn't see it anywhere else on the internet. But I'm sure I stole it from somebody who didn't realize it. Like I heard it a decade ago. All right. Now, if uh, what happens if you don't do what I just said, if you if things like, oh, I don't, I don't think I understand it. And uh, I don't know how to explain it well. What happens to some people is they get stuck. You see the little uh, pathway? They get stuck in what we call the pit of fear, right? Uh, which is they're afraid that because the book won't be perfect or they don't know everything perfectly or things aren't going perfect, that they're a total failure and a fraud and an imposter, right? This is one of the main reasons we have Scribe Writers Room. This is one of the main reasons we do the fear exercise is to help you anticipate this and, and be able to defend against it. Um, this is where most people get stuck is right there, right? It's usually either in vomit draft or sometimes we should actually have another path from editing into the fear pit. Cause that, that happens sometimes too. So who's afraid of writing a book and failing everybody. Let me give you a really good example. This is Joey Coleman. He wrote a book called never lose a customer again, which was a big wall street journal bestseller and, um, and USA today bestseller has done amazing. He writes about this in his book. I started to doubt myself and began my question, uh, began to question my decision to write a book. Did I have a, enough message that could carry a book? Would the readers find as much value in my process as my clients had over the last 20 years? Which, think about that sentence for a second. It's like, dude, what's wrong with you? Would I be able to explain all the nuances of the framework properly in 300 pages? 300 pages. You better be able to do it. But this is how fear works. It's irrational. Was I going to make myself look stupid? See, the, the top two are really about the bottom. As these thoughts of fear, doubt, and uncertainty flooded my mind, I grew distant. I started rescheduling phone calls with the team, pushing them off for both real and fabricated reasons alike. 
I used any excuse I could think of to delay the next step in the process. Then Tucker called me. So, so you guys know, uh, Joey was a client of Scribe. Like he was one of our early clients. Tucker got me to open up, admit that I was having feelings of remorse and regret, and assured me that the emotions I was feeling were natural for any author. He, Tucker helped me see that I did indeed have a book in me, that he believed to be valuable to people. He persuaded me to trust the process and continue the work. This is how powerful buyer's remorse is. The chapter in the book is about buyer's remorse. Even though I deeply understood these feelings, even though I teach this to companies, I could not separate myself from these emotions. Oops, I'm human too. So what happened when he published the book? Wall Street Journal bestseller. I guess I already told you that. I buried the lead or I, uh, I exposed the lead. Sorry about that. It debuted at number two in the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. I'm telling you guys, seriously, I had to threaten him on the phone. I really did. I know Joey pretty well. Uh, I had to be like, look, dude, I'm going to fly to Denver and I'm going to put my fucking hands on you and hold you down until I get this book out of you. So either it, it, the book's coming out. You want the easy way or you want the hard way, right? You know, it's like the, uh, the what's the, the bounty hunter thing? I can bring you in hot or I can bring you in cold from Mandalorian. I, like it's basically what I said to him. And he's like, all right, all right, I'll come in warm. <laughs> and so uh, um, it worked well. And this dude, the dude's brilliant. He's been talking about this stuff for 20 years. He is, uh, in a, he's one of the best customer experience people in the world and was petrified. So if you're petrified, if you have all the, you probably have all the same fears he does. It's super normal. Okay. Now, once you get about 60, 70% done with your vomit draft, you're going to hit the, the progress, uh, you know, uh, the end is near type thing. You get past halfway and it feels downhill, right? You're like, all right, I'm getting there. I can finish now. You, you've gotten past at least a lot of your fears. And then you get, you finish your vomit draft and you're like, it's such a relief. And you should, you should take time. You should celebrate. It's a big deal, right? Do not skip the week off. That's why we tell you to take the week off. Give yourself time and space to relax, decompress, to put on the new identity. I am the type of person who finishes rough drafts. Big deal. I finished a book. Great. Then you start editing. It, it sucks. I'm just going to tell you it's rough. It's hard to edit a book. Okay? Like I told you, if you do it our way, you're gonna, the editing is going to be more painful than the writing, uh, which is the best way to finish a book. But just understand, okay, this is going to be painful and that's it. Let's just do it. Um, it's the, here's a, a Patty. She's in guided author. Uh, j just rewrote my intro using scribe method. Worked great. And I, you know, I joke with her, like everybody, uh, my favorite part is when people are shocked or surprised <laughs> the stuff we do some works. Look at her, her, uh, response. This is really important. It does work. Wish I had paid more attention earlier. I'm submitting my manuscript now. And then Jeff says, we never doubt you Tucker. We just have to prove it to ourselves. Right. That it's a really important point. A lot of you may believe in us and our process. Don't believe in yourself, which is okay. Just acknowledge that and keep putting a foot forward and you'll be fine. Now, you're going to get to, towards the end of editing, you're going to get to a point where you hate your book. And I mean, seriously, you're going to hate your book. It says, I hate my book. I uh, have hated every single book I've ever written at some point in the process. <clears throat> Usually towards the end of editing. And in fact, I'm so used to that process. When I start hating my book, I get excited because I know I'm almost done with editing. <laughs> like it's, it's like an old friend. Oh, hello, friend. You know, like the hate my book, a friend comes like, oh, hello. Uh, you know, I'm not happy you came, but I'm happy uh, about what it means, right? All right, then uh, you finish editing and you send to us if you're in writer's room where you send to your editor, whichever. And some people um, get stuck here, right? Uh, but uh, it gets stuck in editing. But if you don't, you turn it in and celebrate again. 
my book went to my editor. This is really good. It's a big deal. And you can start to see the end now, right? So you get it back and there's going to be a lot of notes. Even if your book's amazing, it's going to have a ton of notes. That's super normal, right? Second uh, revisions are usually pretty easy relative to the first round, but the problem is they can get really tedious, right? So it's sort of like one of those things. Imagine on the journey, 50% uh, uh, emotionally and mentally, 50% is doing your vomit draft, 40% is doing your first edit. So you only have 10% left uh, to, to kind of integrate the, the, the edits from the editor. But as any of you have ever built anything know, the last 10% is usually the most important and the hardest part. I think what's the Buddhist saying? Reckon 90% of the journey is halfway. That's true here. Uh, and not because it's hard. It's just tedious. And it's like, again, it reminds me of my, my wife. When she's, uh, she's so happy when she's pregnant, you know, five months, six months, baby growing, you know, like uh, she's so connected and attached to it and all this sort of stuff. And then like at nine months, she's like, get this goddamn parasite out of me. <laughs> and then it shows up and she loves it. And it's amazing. But like that, it, it's a, it's a, it's a hard point uh, where people, sometimes people can get stuck. Often you will hate your book the most there, right? So there's usually for me, there's two points. I hate my book. Almost done with my editing, and when I uh, have to do the final round of tedious, boring edits, then I'm like, ugh, can't someone do these? No, they can't. I have to do them, or they won't be done right. Then finishing, like you finish the edits, you turn in to get published, either to us if you're working with us or somebody else. It's almost a relief. It's not a celebration. I know we got the person jumping over here. It's more like, oh god, it's like the best way I can explain is like taking a big dump. It's like that was awful and painful coming out. It's like, you're not, you're happy it's out and you just want to lay on the, on the floor and rest for a while. You're not celebrating. Same sort of thing. Cause I haven't had babies, so I can't make the, the baby thing. Now, the good news is, is that you have a major advantage over most people trying to write a book. You got us, right? So whether you're in writer's room or not, you still got book school. You still got all the information. You still got this information. You know what's coming, right? Because you're in this process, the major advantage is another one, though, that you probably aren't thinking about, which is simplicity. We have designed this process intentionally to be very simple, okay? Most people, when they're starting off, don't believe this process, the process of writing a book can be so simple. They think writing a book has to be complex. They're wrong. And the reality is most successful strategies, and I mean for anything, are extremely simple, at least simple to understand right? Simple is powerful. Simple works. Now, simple does not mean easy. Uh, <clears throat> you still have to take action, right? It's still hard to write a book. It's just not complex, okay? And all we really ask you to do is take simple, repeated action. That's the key to the process, simple, repeated action. But the point is, with book school, you're always going to know what to do next, right? So let's, uh, again, be very clear. You're about to embark on a long, hard journey, and we're your guides, but you're taking the journey not us. And this process works. I guarantee you it works. You know it works. You have to actually work it though. And if you don't work it, you're not going to finish. Okay. Um, right. We teach counterintuitive things. You guys have seen that uh, vomit draft, the low word, daily word count, speak out loud, edit. There's a bunch of counterintuitive things. We teach these because they work. Okay. And the more you trust this process and work this process, the better your chances of finishing. Here's Stephanie, whose book is out now. Uh, I did it. I, holy moly, I did. I sent in my manuscript. It was a, uh, I followed the rules. I followed the timeline. And here we are. 
pretty simple. Uh, there's her book, you know, The Next You. It's a pretty good book. You would like it. Uh, Lori Meinholz says same thing. Turns out this process, she's also a guided author. Turns out this process is actually working. Uh, who would have thought? And then I joke, man, who would have thought? You know, I'm sure it was all a scam. Lori says the same thing Jeff did. I believed you, just didn't fully believe it worked for me. But it turns out it does. So you trust us, you do the process, your book will be done in less than a year. Mark Colley took nine months from workshop to book release. So from basically what you're learning to book release, he was fast. Uh, Josh Rovner, 11 months. Um, there are hundreds of examples. We want you to be next. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you got a lot out of it. If you found this valuable, it would mean a lot to us if you shared it with somebody who is trying to write a book. And beyond that, you can support the podcast by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay tuned because we have a lot of good stuff coming on Scribe Book School. Scribe Book School.